In this series, lowimpact.org talks with people working to build a mutually owned, democratic, decentralised economy that builds community and doesn't destroy nature. We want to increase collaboration to bring about system change. Find links to the sites mentioned in the videos in the description below. Join the conversation by liking, commenting and subscribing to our channel. So, so where have you got to? What, what success have you had, and including funding, and where are you? Uh, well, we're still at quite an early stage in the process. We've been, as I said at the beginning, we've been, we started this thing probably about three years ago. We've done about two years worth of development work, uh, which is sort of gradually sort of ramped up and um, gathered pace as we've gone. Um, but we've been, we've had a huge amount of support. Everything has gone really well by and large so far. We've got, had a few bumps in the road and I dare say we'll have some more because, it, you know, what we're doing is quite complicated. Um, you know, we've got, there's, there's, a, there's a big sort of regulatory environment there around, uh, around social care that we need we have to get to grips with and understand and be compliant with, and that's there um, to protect service users. Um, and so we need to understand that and work with that. And we've got some fantastic people in our team who've got an enormous amount of expertise and uh, experience of working in social care. So we're reliant on them to a degree for that expertise to guide us. We've got also got people in a team with other specialisms, you know, we've got legal expertise, we've got financial expertise. Um, so we've got a great team. We've been successful in raising funding. Um, you have. From, uh, from Power to Change with some initial sort of startup uh, funding to get the, get the ball rolling. We've been successful in getting uh, funding from our local authority, um, who, has, as I say, have been extremely supportive and helpful in other ways as well. On top of that, um, we've just done a, our community share offer, um, and that will give us a pot of money um, that. Uh, will enable us to start um, delivering the service. So we're, we're now in that stage, sort of final run-in stage. So we're, we're waiting um, to uh, jump through all the CQC registration hoops. Obviously, we have to apply to be a registered provider. Um, so we're trying to make sure that we've got everything in place for that. Um, and... Uh, and we're starting to get our, our team and our internal systems and our policies and procedures and all of that stuff that we need um, in place. And it's a, you know, it's a big piece of work. So one of the reasons that we wanted um, to do uh, this sort of replication toolkit handbook type thing was um, because we, we could see that there's there's a lot of work involved here. It's not it's not like um, you know you talk about. I've been involved in setting up a community retailer, you know, a greengrocer's business, and that's like a 
a walk in the park in comparison to this. Yeah. It's really, it's running a, a simple retailing business. It's very, very basic in many senses. And it, this is um, uh, on another level. It's much more complex operation. So do you think that's the biggest barrier you face, the complexity, or do you, or are there any other barriers that you face? And, and how can they be removed? How do you get over those barriers? Well, I think, I think part of, Part of how we remove the barriers is uh, by writing, by learning as we go and making sure that we've got that resource that's available for us and for others. Uh, and we've, uh, we've, got, we've been very lucky in getting some, some funding to help us develop that resource. Uh, and so we're hopefully uh, in the next few weeks we'll have a sort of an early version of that um, available. And we're encouraging talking to uh, other care cooperatives uh, that we're aware of around the country to uh, help us with that and contribute their own learning and expertise to that. So we want to really sort of develop that body of knowledge so that it can be a really helpful resource for others that might want to do the same thing. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you more about your, what is it? Is it, is it a toolkit or a step-by-step -step guide? What is it? Um, well, it, I'm not quite sure what it's going to end up looking like. We've, we've been talking about it in terms of a toolkit, um, the idea of a sort of a care co-op in a box type sort of concept, you know, so that if a community wants to do this stuff, there's a, there's a resource there that they yeah. can tap into. Yeah. Um, and, and they don't have to make some of the mistakes that we made uh, they, so they can, they can get going uh, more smoothly uh, and there's a sort of a, a clear roadmap where we've sort of uh, maybe we, you know we've stumbled around a bit and spent some time uh, where we could have saved some time maybe um, but we're you know we're learning as we go so this is by no means um, sort of done and dusted you know we're, we're only really now approaching the really hard part I think uh, so, uh, and I don't see it getting uh, much easier really for a, we probably need to be operating for a year or 18 months um, to really get to understand what we're about uh, um, uh, 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 and get a deeper insight into some of the issues that we're going to need to deal with. So the toolkit, the guide is more of a longer term project yeah we sit well i see it very much as a, a an ongoing thing a live resource um that um that will continue to contribute to and we hope others will as well but do you are you looking for people who might want to start something in their community to contact you now or is that further down the line uh well they they're, they're very welcome to do that um you know, we've already been talking to some groups around the country who are uh, looking at this um, uh, and some of them have been sort of working away at it for a considerable amount of time um, others less so so we're, we're very keen to have those you know develop those conversations and build those relationships because I think that you know, part of what we want to see come out of this is a sort of a community of interest and I think that there is a lot of scope um, you know, we've had uh, we've had interest from potential funders about how uh, how you could develop 
the sector um, and put some significant resource in into that work because mm. I think there's a real opportunity for me. You know, if you if you strip away all of that complexity and look at the basics of it, as we look at the issues that we covered right at the beginning, sort of thing, then I think for me there's a huge amount of common sense about having um, you know a community-owned local relatively small um, organization delivering social care for people in that community and have a lot of these organizations dotted around all over the place and then network together uh, so you've got the economy of scale that you can have with a sort of a, a, a big network but with this this human scale uh, and the local accountability mm. and local ownership that that the small size can give you as well. Yeah, I guess if people come across problems, those problems will probably have been faced by people in other communities. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we've got we've got the tools and technologies available to us now to to do all that networking stuff at very low cost. Yeah. Um, you know, and the pandemic's shown us that we don't need to go to meetings or travel long distances to have useful conversations. Yeah. So we can do all that stuff and we can do that really quite cheaply. Um, I think that uh, what we uh, and what, what we can do well with the cooperative model, I think, is really quite unique in this space. And it feels like a, uh, it feels like a really good fit. So I think it's, it feels like a natural way of doing this stuff. Um, so, uh, so for me, there's, there, I think there's a there's a big opportunity there, if we can if we can capture that, and I think it doesn't really matter what government does, well unless of course they decide to give it all to Circo or something like that mm. and let them make a mess of it, which mm. they almost certainly will do. Yeah. So clearly that 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 model doesn't um, doesn't stack up for me. As regards your local co-op there, what what can people do to help? You're in Huddersfield, so if anybody in Yorkshire wants to help you, are you welcoming people to come and help? Yeah, and what, well, what, what, what kind of people are you looking for? We're looking for uh, we're looking for people with solid expertise in various areas. So that might be business expertise, that might be social care expertise. We certainly want more social care experts to be part of our, our team. Um, We've got our AGM coming up. Our first AGM is coming up in uh, October. Um, and, uh, so all of the current uh, directors, who are the sort of founding directors of the society, uh, will be standing down. I'm hopeful that a good number of us will be standing again, so we'll have some continuity there. But we also want to, we very much want to strengthen our board uh, and bring uh, more expertise and some fresh thinking in so we want people who understand cooperatives we want people that understand social care we want people that understand business um, who want to get involved in this because you know although we are although cooperative care calm valley itself is is gonna is quite a small organization i think we'll probably you know we'll probably have a turnover of 
sort of two to three million, something like that, once we're solid and established. Um, this vision of building a, a network of, of similar organizations um, across the country, I think, offers uh, a lot of opportunity um, to do some really interesting and exciting stuff over the next uh, five years or so. So people can contact you about your local project and about the network project? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We're interested in, in sort of getting more people involved, really, I think. And they can contact you via the website? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure if there's a contact form, a suitable contact form on the website, but I will make sure that there is something there. Um, so I've got to do some work on that. In the if, next you give days. Me, if you give me somewhere I can put, some link I can put in the description to, yeah. uh, so that people can offer help. Yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll put that in the description underneath the video. Um, so what you, as regard this network idea, what's, what's your ambition there? You, you're hoping you see them, you might have a social care co-op in every community at some point. Well, I don't see why that couldn't be the case. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've got, uh, interest from a, from a local group not far from here. Um, we've got interest uh, from uh, groups that are active in other parts of the country at the moment. And what they, what there isn't really at the moment is there isn't uh, a sort of a, an expert development service that they can turn to. So part of what we want to do is to create that um, and there has been there has been quite a lot of work done over the years on cooperative care, um, but it's never quite get, been able to gather sufficient pace to to create uh, that sort of necessary body of expertise. So we want to try and get over that hump. Um, so we've got a little bit of funding to enable us to work on this sort of toolkit concept and, and build that out. And that will take us certainly through to the end of this year and hopefully uh, a little bit into next. But what happens then, you know, what we want to do is, uh, is really to have a, a place where people can come and get some advice, get some support, get some expertise. Um, and maybe if they can encourage their local authority to fund a piece of work, then you can, you can start to see things happening. Um, but that, you know, the, we need to build out that resource uh, and it needs, it needs funding and it's, it's going to need, um, you know, a, a fair bit of activity to build that out into, into this sort of federation come development service that can then provide backup and support to all of these small local uh, care cooperatives as they become established. And are you looking for people currently working in social care who might think, you know what, I, I think this would be a much better way of doing things. Uh, and, you know, people who are dissatisfied by the way that social care is being run currently. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's quite a, I think there's quite a, a, a movement out there within the social care sector already for people, uh, you know, lots of people and organizations out there that are recognizing 
the issues and are looking for better ways to do stuff and implementing uh, new approaches and innovating in a whole range of different ways. So there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, for me, because of my, my background in the corporate sector, I guess, for me, that sort of governance model fits really well. And uh, uh, I think that that offers uh, an opportunity to bring some or all of these innovations together to create something that's really quite robust and can be, uh, can be a useful model for people to pick up and work with. And what effect do you think COVID and the lockdown will have? Do you think there's an opportunity there as well? Well, these, there's always an opportunity in a crisis, I guess. Um, yes. Certainly, it's, it's raised a lot of awareness about, uh, about social care and the problems in social care. Uh, and you know, COVID's not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, and certainly, the impacts of COVID are not going to go away anytime soon. No. Um, so, so yes, uh, yeah, there are opportunities that have come as a result of that. There's there's sort of opportunities for funding, I suppose, that have come arisen as a result uh, of what's happened. Um, and I think it's also shown people that local mutual support can be extremely effective because that's what saved the day in communities across the country back in the spring and into the summer where when uh, when everyone everyone got locked down yeah. it was those mutual aid groups that were yeah. there on the ground doing stuff and solving people's problems yeah do you foresee any fight back from any quarter? Are there any players you think might be opposed to it? Uh, that's a good question. Um, uh, well, in a, you know, I mean, I don't see this as a market at all, really. For me, it doesn't feel appropriate to talk about social care in terms of a market. But obviously, there are private sector organisations and third sector organisations that are active in the sector and, and providing services. So, and if we're going to start up a business operation, albeit a non-profit, cooperatively organized uh, activity, um, then we're going to be competing, I suppose. I guess, yeah. So, uh, there's, I'm sure there will be some fight back. Uh, and, uh, but I think that what we're trying to do is um, is cooperate rather than compete. And what we want to do is see better outcomes for the communities involved and for the people involved that are in receipt of care. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm more interested in cooperating than competing on that basis. Yeah. Where, where can people keep up to speed on what you're up to? Uh, well, we're increasingly um, writing stuff um, on our on our website. Um, we've um, we're just about to open up a sort of a membership scheme, I think, um, so that people can become sort of members and uh, 
the the toolkit thing uh, is going to go online shortly and that will have its own website so um, when that's up and running um, no doubt there'll be a sort of a mailing list or some way that people can uh, connect with that I'll put the link uh, to your existing website in the in the description below and um, yeah I guess I can add the website when it's when, when you say the new website the network website will be ready um, well I'm gonna I'm trying to do it this month so by the end of September I would hope to have that up and okay. running I'll add that and uh, I guess I need to talk to you again further down the line when the when the, the network sites up and running and something's happening there um, yeah yeah so uh, yeah um, let's let's um, revisit maybe in, um, in in six months time and see how yeah. things have, have developed okay just finally if you had a magic wand what would you do with it <laughs> Uh, well, that's uh, that's a very difficult question. I think um, I don't think there is any sort of single thing that um, there's no silver bullet, is there, in, in these sort of complex issues? So I think that we've been really lucky <coughs> uh, so far with this project. I think that you know that it's. Um, I think what I'd like to, if I, I guess, if I had a magic wand, I'd like to wind the clock forward a couple of years and not have to do all the hard stuff that's going to happen in the next couple of years. <laughs> <You wish laughs> just all be, done. There, be there with a sense of right. satisfaction. Okay. Seeing it ticking over really well. <laughs> all right, brilliant. I'm sure you'll get there and uh, we want to keep up to speed with what you're up to. So, um, and I hope we can help you find some more interested people. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be good. That'd be great. Thanks, Dave. Good luck. Okay. All right. Thanks very much for your time. Appreciate Cheers it. Cheers, Yeah, take care. Bye.